The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. You'll see the Holy Spirit will whisper in your ear, you're about to do something, and he'll say, hey, remember, Jesus said this. Mm. And you go, oh, yeah. And you move in this direction instead of that direction. Yeah. Next, Steve Scott and Amy Smalley share how studying the words of Jesus has impacted their lives and people around them. And it's making a connection for yeah. me that when you really are patient enough and allow the Holy Spirit to really minister to you, that it does come alive. some words that can change your life no matter whether you've been a believer a long time or maybe you don't believe in Christ there are some words that can and our guests today are going to tell you about some of them Sheila I'm thrilled to have Steve Scott back. What I'm do you think? so glad he's here. Yeah. If you saw the show on Tuesday, then I'm sure you've already told about 53 people to tune in today. <laughs> if you haven't, you still have time to go call them and say, listen to this, because there's some books that you read that make an impact in your life, but there's other books that contain the words of Christ that will eternally change your life. Yep. Yep. And that's what we have today. Welcome, Steve Scott. Yeah. Thank you. Is Amy Smalley. Amy is uh, related to a gentleman you might know named Gary Smalley. That's it's right. Her father-in-law. Amy, right. welcome to life today. Thank you. And this will be fun because what we've got here is, of course, the guy who wrote the book, and he's all, of course, excited about it. But it's, it's, I think it's almost a little more persuasive and impressive when someone who read it can say, yeah, it's actually all it's cracked up to be, and that's what. Amy I think that's the proof of the fruit. You know, when somebody else. Um, gets hold of the book, and, and in fact, I mean, let me just ask you, when you had an opportunity to, when Jesus Speaks was put into mm -hmm. your hands, mm -hmm. um, how has this impacted your life? Oh, what I love about When Jesus Speaks is that it actually, it's like Jesus is actually speaking to you. And I love that. It starts out with scripture and then it has, there's some detail of a story and it's amazing how this, it allows the scripture to come to life. Yeah. Now, what about you as a, as a wife, as a mom? You know, because I'm thinking a lot of our audience are thinking, well, you know, how would that help me be a better wife? How would that help me be a better mom? Oh, it's an encouraging thing to, to, to really to be able to hear from Jesus and to be able to say, oh, what are you going to have for me today, dear Jesus? And then the encouragement and just the fulfilling and to being able to say, okay, these are Jesus's words. And I, if I abide by these and I obey them, he is faithful in his, in his goodness and his promises to really to impact me and to really to not only for me to have a life, but have that abundant life. I know, I know that uh, Steve's not going to, to say this, so I'll ask, I'll ask you, Amy. <laughs> but, I mean, it's, if you want to know what Jesus said, you just read the Bible, right? Surely there's something going on with the way God's using Steve to communicate Christ's words mm -hmm. that's a little different, that, that, that maybe is something that's connecting with us today. Is, mm -hmm. is there something in the style of, of the way Steve presents Christ's words that, that made it 
I think for me, I think for me to being able to actually being able to open it up and being able to make the connections between scripture and then today's life and the way that it's it's written is it's saying this is my child this uh, you are loved by me and over and over again it, it's speaking of my child listen to me I, you know obey my commands I love you mm -hmm. I care for you I want to to and when you have that that backing up of the scriptures of of being able to look at the scripture, but then also being able to have it come to life and it's personalized for you, that's, I think, what has made the biggest impact for me. And I think a lot of young moms will relate to you, but I want to ask about Gary. Yeah. You know, you talk about something like Gary Smalley, mm -hmm. years and years <laughs> of profound ministry, how God has used that man in our nation. And I'm wondering, Steve, you and he have a very close yes. relationship. Gary, how Gary and I became friends in 1973. By 75, we were best friends. Hmm. He changed my whole life by getting me into the book of Proverbs. I was flunking out of every job I had. He really kind of forced me to start reading a chapter a day, writing down the wisdom and insights, and then by applying those to my work, the Lord changed everything. We built, you know, companies that have done billions of dollars in sales. And, um, and all of that came through. And then I had the joy of helping Gary launch his ministry, writing his first two books and publishing his first two backs back in the 70s. And then we did all those videos. So we've always been very, very close. And, and he's the one I was ready to give up on, on uh, greatest words ever spoken halfway through. It had taken a year. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done. He read, he read one mm. topic, started crying, <laughs> and said, you've got to keep going. So that's why that got done. And uh, Greatest Words is a wonderful tool for diving deep in the words of Christ by subject. But it's, you've almost got to be re already dedicated to do that. Mm -hmm. and, and so what happened with Jesus Speaks is Jesus made 21 promises to those who would abide in his words. Most Christians I know today, even Christian leaders, I haven't met too many who once they understand what that means to abide in his words, they'll have to tell you, I don't know what Jesus said. I didn't know he gave 153 commands. I didn't know he gave 108 conditional promises where he says, if you do this, I'll do that. Mm -hmm. They didn't know he made a hundred, this was a surprise to your dad, 125 statements about his relationship with the father. Wow. That's not real. We don't abide in his words. So I wanted to create something that would give people a, a very easy gateway to begin the process of abiding in Jesus' words. Jesus said, it's really interesting. In John uh, chapter eight, Jesus is talking to a bunch of skeptical Jewish people and uh, they're not really friendly, but after he says a few things, it says, and many of the Jews believed in him. Now listen to this. And he said to those who believed in him, so they're brand new baby believers, minutes old. If you abide in my word, you will become my true disciples and you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free, in essence, from the mastery of sin. So this incredible promise of discipleship, not to his disciples, not to, not to great teachers, not to learn, to these brand new baby believers. So that means that that law or principle applies to anyone. I have grandchildren that are seven and eight years old. 
I can now tell them, you can become a disciple of Christ as an eight-year-old. All you need to do is learn how to abide in Jesus' words, and that's what this is about, abiding in his words. What does that mean to you? I mean, does it reading every day? Is it, it, it means, number one, putting them the in Greek. your mind. <laughs> no, no. It means right? putting them in your mind. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you have to memorize them because that's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Jesus identified 11 ministries of the Holy Spirit, one of which he will bring to your remembrance whatsoever things I have said unto you. Mm-hmm. So I have hundreds of scriptures that I, I speak of verbatim, but it's not because I've memorized them. It's because the Holy Spirit is performing this ministry in me yeah. that he, Jesus promised. Mm-hmm. If you don't abide in his words in the first place, you rob the spirit of that ministry in your life. Mm-hmm. So what's so neat, abiding in his words means, first of all, putting them into your mind, mm-hmm. my words in you, and then once I read them, then you'll see the Holy Spirit will whisper in your ear, you're about to do something, and he'll say, hey, remember, Jesus said this. Mm. And you go, oh, yeah. And you move in this direction instead of that direction. See, that's abiding in his words. Mm -hmm. And he made the promises, like I say, these 21 amazing promises to those who would abide in his words. You know, it's interesting, Randy. I think of the number of people who write to me and say, I so wish I knew the will of the Lord. How do I know Mm -hmm. the will of the Lord? And I think it's it's not hidden, is it? I mean, Christ revealed his will. There's not one question you have today that's an important question. Not one that Jesus hasn't answered already. There's not one issue you will ever face that he hasn't already told you how to deal with it. You told me a minute ago about your dad. See, well, I know Jesus has addressed that. You don't have to be under any burden any longer. Once you know what he said, it releases you and frees you. 365 days, there's 365 teachings of Christ in this, over 700 red-lettered statements, and we purposely, Random House, printed them in red. So those red-lettered statements jump out at you. And every entry is based entirely on what Jesus said on that topic. So from beginning to end, and that's what, what Charles Stanley said that I love. He said that, um, he said that through Jesus Speaks, he says, I'm, I'm certain that the readers will come into a more intimate relationship with the Father as they daily read the words of Jesus. See? That's so powerful. I had mentioned um, to Stephen before we actually went on the air that my dad died when I was five, and it was a a hard thing to grow up without a father. And the fact that through the words of Christ that we would... And I think of the number of people listening in who maybe your dad didn't die, but maybe you have a really bad relationship with your father. Maybe your father never spoke anything kind Hmm. into your life. Hmm. How will this impact the lives of those people? Changes everything. In fact, there there are days where the headline... There's a headline for each day. Uh, one is about being overwhelmed and stressed. How many of you, audience, how many of you have been stressed sometime in the last 30 days? Raise your hand. Okay. Do you know Jesus has specifically addressed how he can relieve you of that stress? How many of you have been really, truly worried about something? Raise your hand. Okay. He tells us how to deal with that worry. He made dozens of statements about how to deal with our worry, but if you don't know it, you can't write a check on it. When you know what Jesus said about something, it goes into your faith bank account. And once it's there, you can start living by faith and stepping out on faith, and then he performs his promises to you for stepping out on faith. Mm-hmm. That's what's amazing. We, we think of faith as being something religious. It's not. It's receiving a word from Christ in context, 
Yeah. And then doing it. Amy, let me just ask you another question because I think, you know, I don't know your backstory, like I don't know how old you were when you became a believer, but I wonder how this fresh understanding of meditating on the words of Jesus, how has that impacted just your daily spiritual life and how you see yourself in Christ? Oh, absolutely. I think I, I grew up in the church, so I'm, I'm much like, you know, I, some other people, you know, uh, that are in the audience. But I, I, I can remember my mother, you know, reading scripture and being so excited about scripture and being like, oh, she's reading in like Leviticus or something. And she's <laughs> like being all enthralled with it. I'm going, really, really? Like that's what you, and what has happened by, by uh, diving into this and by really reading it is I'm able to see some of the cross references. I, I can remember we were, you know, I was running, running into something about how Jesus was, you know, talking about, I've, I've come to set the captives free to bind the broken heart. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I think I remember that. Wait a minute. That, that was in Isaiah. And where was that? And oh my gosh, I really do like this stuff and I know it. And it's making a connection for yeah. me that when you really are patient enough and allow the Holy Spirit to really minister to you, then it does come alive. I also work with couples. Um, I work, I do marriage intensives. We at the Smalley Institute, we are amazingly overwhelmed by what God is able to do through this. But I always tell people, a, a marriage crisis is a faith crisis. And Amen. this part of Jesus speaks and being able to really latch onto and being able to say, what part of this is my faith crisis? Mm -hmm. Is the part of it of my spouse may divorce me, my, you know, they may do all these things, but I have so many couples that the ones that are really able to weather the storms, they are diving deep. They are diving deep into God's spirit, into the Holy Spirit, into investing in that into their lives, which makes God say to me, you trust me? Do you trust me? I will walk through this with you. Yeah. And it's amazing how I'm able to kind of walk through it just to be an advocate of God and an advocate of Christ to be able to say, we'll walk with you as you're walking with Christ. Yeah. Now, didn't you and your husband, Michael, go through this together? Yes, yes. We love to kind of go through it and, and do the devotions together. He'll do his, I'll do mine. And then, then we'll kind of say, okay, so what did you really get out of this? And what did God speak to you? And, it, and it's just an amazing, you know, dialogue as a couple for us to be able to go through mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing that's neat is Jesus said that um, uh, he said, only the father knows the son and only the Son knows the Father and those to whom he chooses to reveal him. Well, he reveals the Father through his words. And when Gary started this, Gary started this on May 30th. And he was kind of down. He's <laughs> dependent now. He's never been dependent. He's always been independent. Now he's dependent on sweet Amy and Michael. And uh, he was down. And that day was the word, the title was cheer up. <laughs> and he reads it. And he texts me at 5.30 in the morning <laughs> and says, this book is changing my life. And I started wow. getting voicemails and text messages almost every day from him. And then about three weeks into it, he says, Steve, you know what's happened? Now, this is after 50 years of ministry. Hmm. He said, I'm getting to know the Father and Jesus. I've always known about them. Now I'm getting to know them. Mm -hmm. And he says, it's changing my life. What do you think this will do for someone who maybe does not consider themselves a Christian? Maybe they're watching this show to get entertainment from Christian television or something, right? I used to do that too. But <laughs> for, for someone who's curious about Christianity or about Christ, what, what does he mean? Is, is this a good starting point? Yes. I would think it would be the best well, place well, to start. I actually wrote it 
with the, from a perspective of two Christians, because that's really Christ, you know, gives so many statements, hundreds and hundreds of statements to believers. But this pastor friend of mine who has a mega church, he said it's going to become the number one evangelistic tool of his church. He says, because it makes Christ alive and brings him into the day. He said, it takes him off the picture, out of the picture in the foyer and it brings them into our everyday life. Mm -hmm. And he said, I can tell you right now, our people will be giving it out to their kids that are rebellious, that have walked away, teenagers. What it does, it shows Christ for who he is alive today, interacting one-on-one -on -one with us. And, and that's a Jesus that has, has not been portrayed to most people, even Muslims. I have friends that are giving right now greatest words to Muslims because Muslims consider Jesus a prophet. Yeah. And instead of talking about the religion, they want to see what that mm, prophet what said. Yeah. And the yeah. same thing here, mm. they're not going to see Jesus as mm. the author of a religion, but they're going to see him as he really is, as he proclaims himself. And that's the that's one of the goals. So yeah. this we believe it's going to have a real ministry to literally everybody. Honestly, what motivated me initially to start the project, it real quickly morphed, I have grandchildren. Mm. And I have grandchildren in Philadelphia. They don't get to see grandpa much. I wanted them to come to know Jesus as he is, mm. not as he's been portrayed. Yeah, yeah. What better way to get to know someone than to read their words and... What better way to honor someone than to do their words? Amen. That's what we've been talking about. Now you have the opportunity because we're in the last week of our Water for Life campaign where we take, literally take water to people who desperately need it because they don't have clean drinking water and it has terrible consequences. In fact, I want you to journey with us to the Amazon, to a remote location and see the impact that that polluted water can have, and then I'm going to tell you what you can do to change that. Watch this. In a remote Amazon village, vastly unfamiliar from the world we know, lives Tokoya. This young mother's world revolves around her children, and their care has driven her on in a world which is arguably one of the world's most challenging to live. Resilience and instincts are a must for survival here, but some battles were never meant to be fought, like disease-filled water against the immune system of a child. I'm <laughs> With little choice, Tekoya presses on, heart shattered, 
both from her loss and because her situation remains the same. The same water, their only water. You know, I do want you to get Steve's book, Jesus Speaks, because his words will change your life. But I got to tell you something. I want more than anything to get them water. It is not right. It is, a mother should never have to sleep over the body of her son. The thing that's so heartbreaking to me about that story is the Sophie's choice of that mother. You know, it's like, do I give my child water because mm -hmm. if I don't, she'll die of thirst? Or do I give her water knowing it might kill her? Yeah. No mother should have to make that choice when you and I can make a difference. Yeah, we can. And, and Sheila, I tell you, I have knelt down beside graves, graves that were smaller than graves should be. This is not right. This is an injustice. And as believers, we should do justice. And let me tell you how we do justice. We take that cup of water in Jesus' name and give it to those in need. And the great thing about what we're doing is it's not just a cup of water. It's a water well for life. The average cost of a well is $4,800. You can, some of you can actually drill well. Some of you could probably drill 10. And frankly, I wish you would. Some of you, you're like me. I need 10 other people to join with me to, to do that, or 100 other people. Let me just tell you, this is the last week we're asking you to give, but I am absolutely asking you to give. Why? Because it's a joy. It's a joy to share the love of Christ with those desperately in need, those who will die without the water, literally water, but also the water of life of Christ. Steve, I want to give people your book if they will ask for it and if they will participate in the outreach. Is that okay? Amen. Well, I want to tell you and, and your viewers that I am so grateful because I can remember clear back to my first appearance on the show in 2006. We were drilling water wells. Mm -hmm. And I can't do what you do. I can't do that. But the fact that I have a way to do that in the name of Christ through your organization. My wife and I are thrilled. My kids are excited about it. And I just want to say to the viewers, you're probably like me. You can't go to Peru. You know, our company went to Peru and, and, and dug a well. And the kids prior to were, were going four hours down to get water and four hours back. No time for education. Just putting a well in that village meant they could get an education because now they all had eight hours a day. And so it's not just the health, but the neat thing is, just think about Jesus' request that we give a cup of water in his name and it won't go unrewarded. You and I can't run down to these countries. I don't have time to go to Africa and probably most of you don't, but we have in you an arm that can go for us. The Father is sending you and he lets us join in that ministry. Yep. And I'm so grateful and I hope you will yep. join in this time because it is a life-saving and they're giving it in the name of Christ. These families don't just get the water. They get to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ, something we take for granted, but we can't. We can do it, but we can only do it with your help. Sheila, I know you've seen us do this now for, for many years. Uh, what, what an opportunity. I mean, this is so doable. You know, if you think about the well, yeah? I mean, a, a couple of you might be able to do that, and that's fantastic. But $48 provides clean water for 10 children for the rest of their lives. We can do this, people. 
We can't let this happen on our watch. Go to the phones right now. Make the best gift you can. Go online, make a gift. Just be a part as we share water for life around the world with people in desperate need. Go right now. Every day, millions of children are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. Mission Water for Life is one of the most exciting and viable demonstrations of God's love in the world today. Suffering can end because clean water changes everything. With your gift today, we can establish and drill 500 water wells for remote villages in over 15 different nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. $48 will help provide for 10 people. $72 will impact 15 people. And $144 will help provide for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we would like to send you James Robison's book, God of All Creation. Through his personal observations of animals and wildlife, James shares heartwarming stories and spiritual lessons of God's love and grace. With your gift of $100 or more, be sure to request Majesty. This beautifully illustrated book teaches you the blessing and significance of the names of God, including Jehovah Rapha, your healer, and Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request our beautiful new Majesty bronze sculpture. This is the last week. Call, write, or make your gift online. Betty, it breaks my heart to think about little children like this, so precious coming here and living on the side of a dump, and this is where they get water and it's disease-ridden. Uh, and it's just water that can kill them. If, and they need some, they drink it, they swim in it, and everything, everything alive walks through it, and we need to help them. It's really pretty simple, but it takes all of us doing our part, joining together, to give not only a cup of water, as Jesus said, but a well of water. I pray you'll make that life-giving call today, and children and their families in so many parts of the world will receive a chance at life because of the love of God shared through you. Sheila, you think uh, people should give some water and get Jesus Speaks? Well, absolutely. I mean, I would like to, on, you know, $48 um, will provide clean water for 10 people for their life. So I want to do one on 10 on behalf of my son. I want to do 10 on behalf of my husband. And I want to do 10 myself. Hmm. You know, we can cut back on a few things we don't really need. Yeah. And it will make an eternal difference for these. Because not only do they hear, get water, they hear about the water of life. And not only that, you will get this book that will be life changing. Yes. You just request this book, Jesus Speaks, and we will be thrilled to send it to you. Absolutely. Go to the phones right now. Go online and call. And join us again on Life Today. And would you thank Amy and Steve for being with us. We appreciate thank you guys. Thank you, guys. Wonderful words, the words of Christ. Be sure you join us again next time on Life Today. Set your BDRs to catch Life Today every day.
Next week, writer, speaker, and biblical teacher Bianca Oltoff shares her journey from the rags of poverty to the riches of God's mercy and love. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.